VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show and a special welcome to all of our listeners throughout the world, especially all of you today who are interested in a topic that is really near and dear to my heart, and that is, of course, epilepsy. Today, we have two young, dynamic leaders on the show who are working to break down attitudinal barriers toward people with epilepsy. Let me tell you, folks, these two young women are making a difference, and they are doing the most important thing. They are speaking up. Welcome to the show, Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie. Thank you for having us. Oh, I'm thrilled to have both of you on the show. So here's what we're going to do first. We're going to talk to both of you. And keep in mind now, folks, these are two young ladies who have agreed to go on Voice America, and you know how nerve-wracking that could be to talk about their epilepsy. So let me just start here. They're doing more than a lot of adults would do. So we'll start with you, Jenny, and then and then uh, Carissa. Jenny, can you talk first about your first experience with epilepsy? Sure. Well, my first experience with epilepsy was the second to last day of sixth grade when I was 12 years old, and I was diagnosed with epilepsy after having my first seizure, and I had no prior knowledge about the condition before that day. And that's when I began attending support groups for people going through similar situations as I was faced with. How old were you at this time? I was 12 years old. 12 years old. And you are how old now? Now I'm 18. 18. How about that? 18 and she's speaking up. And I'll tell you what, this Jenny, she's a dynamo. Let me tell you that. Oh, thank you. And how about you, Carissa? How about you? When was your first experience? I was 11 old. 11 years old, and I had my first generalized seizure. It was very scary for my family and me since I was a very healthy kid, and I didn't know what was wrong with me. Now, you were 11 years old. Where were you? At my house. You were at your house. Was it nighttime or morning? Do you remember? Afternoon. Afternoon. And you were just at home then? Yeah. And and what happened? You just fell down to the ground and had a seizure? Yeah, I fell down in my living room. My mom thought I was kidding at first, but I really wasn't. Now, when you had that seizure, did you have any warning ahead of time? No. Yeah. See, sometimes, do you have one now? Yeah. you get an aura before you have a seizure? Yeah, usually. Yeah. What is your aura like? I can just feel one coming. Mm-hmm. See, when I first had one of my... I, too, have epilepsy, as they both know. And when I had a seizure when I was 31 years old, back in 1985, where I didn't know I had epilepsy and I had a seizure at a movie theater, and I fell and I hit the floor so hard I fractured my skull and had an intracranial brain hemorrhage and broke the bones in my right ear, all of this resulting in brain surgery. Um, and thank God I had a miraculous recovery. But I don't remember a warning that one time. I think that's because the first time you don't know what's happening. 
because you're not expecting this to happen. But then after that, I always knew. You know, I would know the feeling before that. Is it like that with you, Jenny? No, I have never had an aura, and I still, to this day, do not have an aura. Oh, you do not have auras. Well, not everyone has an aura. And just so you know, an aura is really a part of having a seizure. It's just that it doesn't go into what I call a full-blown seizure. So for those of you listening to the show, may I tell you there are different types of seizures. There's the obson seizure where you can look as if you're just staring off into space for a few minutes, um, but really you're having a seizure. There's the tonic-clonic seizure where you fall to the ground. If it's tonic-clonic, you're first very rigid, and then after that you have a convulsion. If you just have the tonic part, you still fall to the floor and you're unconscious, but you just have the tonic part. Then there's petite mal, partial complex, Jacksonian. I mean, there are so many different types of seizures. That's why a lot of people don't understand what's happening when people have a seizure because they are not educated enough to understand. Well, Jenny, I have a question for you. You had this traumatic experience the first time. What mm-hmm. made you decide to become a leader in the disability community? Um, I decided to become a leader in the disability community because it seemed just like a natural thing to talk about. And I thought, what better thing to talk about than the obstacles that I face on a daily basis? And at first I was in denial about my epilepsy, but then I grew to accept my condition. And epilepsy wasn't going to change me personality-wise, so I knew I needed to include it in my life and not to let it dictate my life. Well, that is so great. You are a great young woman, and I just want to tell you, just this morning I spoke to high school students with disabilities here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and one of the things I told them about epilepsy is I said, you know, when there's a big storm in your house, what happens? The circuit breaker goes and all the lights go out. That's sort of what it's like having a seizure. You have this surge of electricity to the brain and all the lights go out. That's why I tell everyone, fits our personality. We just have too much firepower. Right. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's That's the way it is. How about you, Carissa? What made you decide to speak up and volunteer? Um, I wanted people to know that I really don't care if I have a health problem or not, and it doesn't really affect a lot of my life, and I'm still the person I am, but... They don't know what to do if I have one. Well, that is great for you. What grade are you in? 11th. 11th grade. Wow. I'll tell you what, that's awesome that you're talking about it. Now, maybe both of you could help me with a student I just talked to this morning. What advice do you have for a young woman uh, with a disability that people make fun of? As you well know, sometimes if someone has a seizure in front of people, people can be cruel, tease them, or give them a hard time. Uh, What advice would you have, Jenny, in that case? Well, I think if the young woman knows that it's just a disability that she has to accept, and it's her, it's it's not who she is, it's what she has, then she'll be able to accept it herself. And how about you, Carissa? What do you think? 
They probably make fun of her because they probably don't know what kind of disability she has, and they just want to make fun of her because they think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, folks, if you're listening to the show today, it's not funny. And what I, I will tell you, this one young woman has someone that bullies her at school ongoing, and I tell people, if they bully you and it gets to the place where it is extreme, you've got to tell someone because you never want to get hurt. But, you know, people that do that, really, they're the losers. They're the cowards because they have such low self-esteem. That's why it's important who you associate with who your friends are, who you stick with. And that's why what Carissa and Jenny are doing is so fantastic because by them giving back to the community, getting out there, speaking about it, it's going to help them meet so many dynamic, great people and really strengthen how they feel. So that's why it's important to get out there, speak up, do something about it. And I know, Jenny, you've been to the Speak Up event in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Have you been there, Carissa? Yeah. Yeah, do you both like that? Yeah, I love it. You love it. Well, we'll be talking about that again more later. But as I said before, you heard their advice. If you're listening to the show right now and someone makes fun of you because you have epilepsy or when you have a seizure, remember what Jenny and Carissa are saying. They're saying it is just part of who you are. It's not you. Right, Jenny? Right. Okay, well, Carissa, you are a junior at Stevens Point Area Senior High School. Where is that located? Stevens, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And what do your classmates think about you having epilepsy? Um, some of them find it scary. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my, I'm losing a lot of my friends when I first had a seizure because they really didn't know what to do. And my friends understand and they'll be there if I need them. My real ones. Did you hear what she said? Her real friends. Her real friends. If you have people that don't want to associate with you because you have a seizure, you know what? You didn't lose friends. They were never your friend. Because a true friend, a real friend, would never, ever, ever stop being around you because you have epilepsy. Never. That's why you stick with the true friends, the people who really care about you. That's what's critically important. How about you, Jenny? What do you think about that? I think that's exactly... True. I mean, I lost some friends when they saw me having a seizure, but then I realized that they never really were true friends. And I now have two really close friends who don't mind if I have a seizure. Yes, it shakes them up a bit, but they are always by my side supporting me through whatever I go through. And they're always by my side supporting me, no matter what. No matter what. 
And, and remember, you're hearing Jenny and Carissa, so you're not alone out there. If you're listening to the show and you're in high school or college, remember, if people don't want to be with you because of your epilepsy, they were never your friends. Get new ones. Get new friends. All right, you're listening to Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie, two young leaders in this country speaking up for people with epilepsy. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, on voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be back with these two dynamic young women in one minute. VoiceAmerica.com, your news talk information radio network. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. Go beyond success and discover a deeper meaning to life. Join host Jeffrey Gitterman and his guests, the premier thought leaders in business, politics, science, spirituality, and culture, who have reached the pinnacle of financial and professional attainment in their fields, only to discover a profound lack of fulfillment with what our culture defines as success. So won't you tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to Jeffrey Gitterman and Beyond Success, redefining the meaning of prosperity, right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. And you know what? Aren't you proud to hear these two young women, Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie, two young women, with epilepsy, speaking up. You know how hard that is? And they're doing it on the air. They are two dynamos. I think we have a caller on the line right now, Kate. Yes. Hi, Hi Joyce. Kate. This is Joyce. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm just fine. Kate, how do you like these two uh, young women on the, the show today? They're wonderful. I commend them for both speaking out about epilepsy. Awesome. Well, girl. 
Go ahead. Do you have a question for them? I do. I was just wondering, um, how would you encourage other families and young young adults to get involved with epilepsy advocacy and um, public policy? Um, well, you can send your kids to public policy, and I know you can become involved with your local affiliates. Mm-hmm. Number one, by the way, I would encourage you to get involved with your local affiliate because that is a great, great way to get a support group. Um, I think which, what she's asking there, Jenny and Carissa, you know, what advice would you give if, like, say you talk to someone's parents and their son or daughter has epilepsy, but, like, they're nervous about getting involved and speaking up, what would you tell them? Um, just remember that you don't have to be nervous because this is just, this is what you have. It's not who you are. And this is not anything that you have to be nervous about. And how about you, Carissa? What do you think? Um, a lot of the parents aren't willing to take it from their kids because they think it's like, Contagious at first, but once they start talking to them, they know it's not. And it's your if your parents are willing to talk to you about it, you know they're fine with you having it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? By the way, here, do you hear what she just said? Epilepsy is not contagious. So if you're in high school listening to the show, you're not going to catch it from us. You don't have to worry. Kate, do you want to talk about your position and what you do? I do. Um, I work for the Epilepsy Foundation Western Central Pennsylvania, and I am the Family family and Children's Services Coordinator here. So I work with many young adults and um, teenagers and families that are going through the same situations that you two are. And um, you're very fabulous about working um, and very advocating for epilepsy, and we commend you very much. And uh, it's great to hear young people speak out about it, and we encourage many more to do the same. It makes a difference, doesn't it, Kate? Mm-hmm, it sure does. It makes a difference. And, Kate, do you have any advice for the uh, person I talked to this morning that is being bullied by other kids at school? I would just let them know um, if he explains himself and sticks up for himself and lets them know what's going on. I think that's the best advice, just to educate them and let them know and speak out for themselves. Well, I'll tell you what. The Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central Pennsylvania, I am so proud of. And I am proud to be affiliated with them, and they are doing a great job. If you do, if you are in Western Pennsylvania or really Central Pennsylvania, and listening to the show today, and you want to get involved, so you can go to camp and do all sorts of fun things, make sure you get involved with the Epilepsy Foundation of Western and Central PA. And Kate, thank you for doing such a great job, and thanks for calling in. Thank you so much, Joyce. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Well, there you two are. Look at the difference you're making already. So, Jenny and Carissa, let's talk about that Kids Speak Up conference. First, both of you, tell me what you like about it, what you think about it, and we'll start with you, Jenny, and then Carissa. Um, How do you like the conference? Well, I'm very fond of the Kids Speak Up conference. Um, I love it. Which, by the way, excuse me, is in Washington, D.C.? Yes. And I love advocating for myself along with others because it's one of my greatest passions. And in my case, the New York Senators, Clinton and Schumer, are already supportive towards the youth that's speaking up, yet 
every voice counts and makes a difference. So that is my reason for getting involved in PPI. Well, that is a great reason, and every voice does count. And by the way, it's April 23rd and 24th at the Keybridge Marriott in Arlington, Virginia. And what they do is different affiliates, chapters, epilepsy offices across the United States, you know, work to send a family or a couple of families from their city to Washington, D.C., and then they train these young kids to go meet their congressman or meet their senator. It's all arranged, all planned out, so they could talk about epilepsy to one of their representatives. How about you, Carissa? What do you think about it? Um, I really liked it because I met a lot of people out in the U.S. who actually knew what I was talking about mm-hmm. and had the same condition as me, obviously. And I liked how there was, like, athletes who had it and they wanted to tell you and weren't afraid to tell you. That's right, like Sean DeGunn, the uh, hockey player for the women's Olympic team. Right. Yeah, and let me just say something. That's a very good point that Carissa just made. When you go to this conference, you're going to meet tons of young people with epilepsy at all ages. And you know what? All of a sudden, it teaches you something. You're not alone. Other people have the same disability. Other people know what it's like to have a seizure. And it's a great way to meet other people and network and see what other people are doing and how they're dealing with it and how they're becoming leaders in this country. And, Jenny, you got involved with the Kids Speak Up conference for what reason? Um. I wanted my opinion and my voice to be heard, and I wanted to make a difference. And you are making a difference. Are you not involved with the Youth uh, Council for the National Epilepsy Foundation? Yes, I am involved with that. Yes, you're a part of it. And let me tell you what, we're very proud of you. That is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yes, and I'm sure, Carissa, you'll be getting involved. Yeah. And you know what? Here, what that is, is our chairman, Tony Quello, chairman of the board of the National Epilepsy Foundation, really wanted during his time as the chairman to see not only young people on the board, but young people take leadership in the United States and speak up. As a matter of fact, Tony Quello, former author of the Americans with Disabilities Act, who also is a person with epilepsy, has a great saying where he'll say, Anytime you get a chance to speak up, take the podium. And that's what these two young women are doing right now. Okay, well, ladies, we have a question for both of you from a Sandy in Philadelphia. And the question is, uh, first of all, Jenny and Carissa, you're awesome. It's so great you're doing this. My question for you is, what gave you the courage to talk about epilepsy? Um, I knew that I had to accept my condition, and once I accepted it, I grew to become stronger, and I just I gained confidence in myself. That's good. How about you, Jenny? That was me. I'm sorry, Jenny. Carissa. <laughs> Um, I really wanted to tell people about it, 
and I'm really not scared of people thinking me anymore because I've accepted it. And I think what she's meaning is, was it like just you yourself that gave you the courage to deal with this, or was this family members that gave you the courage or friends? I mean, what gave you the courage? Because that's a definitely hard thing you're talking about for some people, but, you know, you two are doing a great job. What gave you the courage to do that? Um, I really wanted to speak out about it to let people know how I felt. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of my idea to do it, and my parents... My parents helped me, too. My friends were with me. Yeah. For me, it was just both my family members, my friends, and myself who knew that I had to make a difference and I had to just use my voice and speak up. Well, I'm proud of both of you. See, if you're listening to these two right now, notice something. From them getting involved and giving back, look how much it has helped them. Look how confident they are now. Well, so let's talk about some hard things here. We'll start with you, uh, Jenny. What is the hardest thing for you to deal with as a young woman with epilepsy? Well, the hardest thing for me to deal with as a young person with epilepsy, I guess, would be the transition of a high school senior into college. Um, I now have been accepted into all of the schools that I've applied to, and now it's just a matter of if I'll be safe going away and if my health will permit me to go away. So it's also the emotional aspect of the overprotection of my family, and I know my family is really only trying to show their love for me, which I appreciate greatly. But sometimes as a teenager, it can be a lot for me to handle. I'm so glad you said that. Because, listen, to parents out there listening to the show today, you have to allow your child to be independent. You must, because guess what? Someday, they'll want to have employment. And when they want to have employment, they're going to have to know how to do things on their own. If you don't trust them and allow them to do that, they won't be successful. They have to learn to be independent. And I know that sometimes when a child has epilepsy, it may be hard. But remember, as long as that child is doing the right thing and following, taking their medicine and, you know, doing everything they're supposed to be doing, there's not going to be a problem, but you have to allow them to be independent. You must allow them to be independent. And I also want to say, you know what doesn't help, and I don't know if either of you have any friends with epilepsy who have had parents that have done this, but have you ever heard when people say, don't tell anyone you have epilepsy? Yeah. Um, yes, I have. Okay. If you're listening to me right now, folks, don't do that. Don't make it the big secret because then you're really saying there's something wrong. And there isn't anything wrong with these two young women. Everything is right with them. We'll be right back with Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie, two young advocates 
in the United States for people with epilepsy. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveras, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Traveras Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. We have two young dynamic leaders on today, Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie, both speaking up about epilepsy. And we have two callers on the line. So first, if uh, caller number two can hold on for a minute, we'll go first with David. We have David on the line. Okay. Hello, David. Yes, ma'am. Yes, go ahead. I just wanted to know when was the last time each of the young ladies on your show had a seizure and what kind, as okay. well as, of course, tell them that we everybody is proud of them. Well, we are very proud of them, and I know you're very proud of them. Uh, how about you, Jenny? When's the last time you had a seizure and what kind was it? Um, the last time that I had a seizure was actually this morning, um, and it was a tonic-clonic. Hello? Hello? Are you the, Hello? You're there, Jenny? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the last time I had a seizure was actually this morning, and it was a tonic-clonic. A tonic-clonic seizure. Yes. Yeah, okay, so if you're listening to the show, do you notice that Jenny's on the show? 
She's not in the hospital. She's not unable to talk. She's doing a radio show. This is because, let me tell you what, after you have a seizure, because I have had seizures, after you have a seizure, we get over it. But you know what? It's you that's hysterical. So look at her. Look at her. Just this morning, she had a seizure, and here she is. I told you she was a dynamo. How about you, Carissa? Uh, Last Sunday at a partial complex. Last Sunday. Wow. And you're, you're okay too today, I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? They're living it, folks. They're living it. And they're not hiding in a corner. They're speaking up. They're trying to help people. And David, thank you very much for calling in. I think we have a Nikkel on the line also. Hi, Joyce. This is Nikkel Schultz with the Epilepsy Foundation. And Nikkel, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you and for having me. And let me just me. say first, Nikkel is from the National Epilepsy Foundation of wow. America in uh, D.C., and she just does a wonderful job with young people across the country. How do you like these two uh, speakers we have on the phone here, Nikkel? Well, I can tell you that Jenny and Carissa are sterling examples of our youth advocates. I am very proud of all that they have accomplished by being participants in the Kids Speak Up program. They've worked very closely with their affiliates, and that's how we um, were introduced to the both of, uh, of the young ladies. They came highly recommended by their affiliates. They are very active at the local level. Um, increasing awareness and helping to reduce stigma about epilepsy. So we are very, very proud of all that they are doing at the state level and at the national level to really, um, you know, combat a lot of myths and um, misgivings about epilepsy. And, and go ahead, go ahead, young ladies, do you want to say something? I just want to thank Nicole very much for her compliments. Oh, you're very deserving you are very deserving. You both are. Thank you. Now let me ask you, Nikhil, do you want to talk for a minute about the upcoming conference? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, the the next conference, we have this conference, let me just back up a little bit, Joyce. The Public Policy Institute is a program that the foundation has sponsored since 1991. But the conference initially uh, was designed um, to bring together Epilepsy Foundation affiliates to learn what the national office was doing in terms of legislative issues at the national level. In 2002, we decided that we wanted to add um, families and kids with epilepsy to this conference to really um, have a big impact on legislators and to, to, to enhance our conference overall. And that's how the Kids Speak Up program came into fruition, and that's how we have all these wonderful kids um, that have been through this program. We have trained probably more than 200 youth advocates since the beginning of this oh, program. that is great. Yes. And, and, and let me tell you, you, can't, you would have to see these young people in action. They are absolutely so enthusiastic and so dynamic, you know, at these conferences. And also, Nikkel, explain how that, that works, how they go meet the uh, representatives. Yes. Um, as part... the. As part of uh, participating in the Public Policy Institute, families receive um, training on Epilepsy Foundation um, legislative priorities, 
and the conference culminates with a lobby day on Capitol Hill where all of our conference participants go up to Capitol Hill to deliver a unified message about epilepsy. And it, it is so powerful and so well received by um, members of Congress. So this has just been a tremendous event. Um, it's one of our most successful awareness campaigns that we have at the foundation. Mm-hmm. It is. It is fantastic. I mean, I would encourage you to to support this. And that was my question. If they want to send a donation to the Epilepsy Foundation, Nikkel, how do they do that? If people want to support the Public Policy Institute or any of the foundation's um, awareness initiatives, they can um, send their donations to the Epilepsy Foundation, 8301 Professional Place, Landover, Maryland, Two zero seven eight five, and and by the way, while we're on the subject, we have a big walk coming up. Yes. What is the date for the walk? The date for the walk is March thirty first. It's our first ever Epilepsy Foundation walk, and we are very excited about that as well. And I am very excited about it. Listen, tell everyone it's going to be in Washington D.C. at the mall. You know, we hope we can get thousands of people there to march in this. Why? So that we can let people in this country know about epilepsy and what epilepsy is. And if you're interested in being involved, you know, you can go to your local affiliate or you can go to the national website and register so you can be in that walk March 31st. Another great way to meet a lot of people. Nikkel, do you have anything else you want to say? I did. I'm sorry. If you wanted to know the dates of the Public Policy yes. Institute. The dates are April 23rd through the 25th, and our Capitol Hill Day will be on Wednesday, April 25th. April 25th. Yes. Okay. And and if a family's listening and they want their uh, child with epilepsy to be involved, what should they do? They should contact me at the national office. Uh, should I give out my email yes, address right or my yeah. phone number? Um, my email address is nschoultz at efa.org. And can they also talk to their affiliate? Yes, they can. That's probably the best way. If you have a local Epilepsy Foundation affiliate in your area, you should contact the affiliate to let them know that you are interested in attending the Epilepsy Foundation Public Policy Institute. All right. Well, Nikkel, may I say, you're doing a wonderful job for America. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Joyce. And congratulations to Jenny and Carissa for being such great advocates. Thank Thank you. Okay. As you can see, ladies, you are really making a difference. Jenny, I wanted you to talk for a minute about the EFA Youth Council. Can you talk about that for a minute? Sure. Well, the EFA Youth Council is a group of 10 members, ages 17 through 25, who are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of youth, both with and without epilepsy. And the members in the Youth Council want to learn more about epilepsy and what others are doing in the communities around the country to reach out to youth and adults about the condition. And the the EFA Youth Council also wants to reach out in a leadership role to key political leaders about the importance of epilepsy and make positive changes 
for people with epilepsy through our government. Oh, that is wonderful. And, and I'm so excited about that because Tony Quello was so excited about this and Eric Hargis, the CEO of the Epilepsy Foundation, and it's so great. If you're listening to the show, if you're a young person with epilepsy, go to the national site, get involved, call your local affiliate, but whatever you do, get involved. Carissa, yeah. how about you? Now, what do you hope to accomplish by being a volunteer? Um... I plan on helping people, which means obviously volunteer, but when I'm finished helping people, I actually feel like I did something well for the day. How about you, Jenny? Um, I, why, why do you do volunteer work? I, I want to help people, as Krista said, and I want to just educate and destigmatize um, what people perceive epilepsy to be. And I want to change the myths and misconceptions about epilepsy. Well, I'll tell you what, you are changing it just by how dynamic and great both of you are and what you're doing. If you're listening to the show today, you're listening to Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie Two young women with epilepsy who are speaking up and speaking out, trying to break down those attitudinal barriers. Don't forget, I'm a woman with epilepsy, and I know that stigma exists. And how proud I am of these two, that they're taking their time to try to help other people by speaking up and talking about it. And believe me, the more of you that do this, the better off we're going to be in this country. And do you two try to recruit friends of yours to get involved and be volunteers? I definitely do. I speak to all my friends about it. I know for the Youth Council, there's a Facebook group, which is the new thing for um, teens and the youth. Um, so there's a group that the Youth Council has made, which is called youth in epilepsy how about that you heard it well you two are doing a great job keep up the great work we're going to break for just a minute and then we'll be back with these two really dynamic young leaders jenny solomkin and carissa marie you're listening to joyce bender america's voice on voiceamerica.com don't go away we'll be right back Conversation at a click of a mouse. VoiceAmerica.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. 
Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Albert Einstein once said, nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and Free Your Mind. Open your heart and ignite action in your life. Hosting Commander and Change, Empowerment Coach, and International Speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. We are with Jenny Solomkin and Carissa Marie, two dynamic young women that I am so honored to have had had on the show. Uh, before I ask a couple last questions, Jenny, is there anyone that you would like to specifically thank or acknowledge? Um, I want to thank my family and the friends that have stuck by me throughout thick and thin, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. How about you, Carissa? Yeah, same thing she just said. Okay. And all my teachers understand what I have and they don't they're not scared of me and a lot of my friends have stuck with me too like she said and Jenny is there any other things you'd like to talk about such as anything important to you uh, that you want to have an impact on other people with um, well the next conference that's being held in Washington D.C. this April I Definitely wish to be a role model towards those younger advocates who are lobbying since I remember being in their position when I was their age at PPI. And also, I do know that one of my proudest accomplishments was when I was educating my entire school about epilepsy and was not embarrassed or ashamed of my condition. 
And, and nor should you be, but boy, I'm really proud of you for doing that. That is awesome that you did that. Um, and it, would you say, Jenny, in your entire life, what are you absolutely the most proudest of? Would um, that be it? I think it was speaking up for myself and telling my teachers and friends that this is not what I have. This is not who I am. This is what I have. Right. That is right. How about you? How about you, Carissa? Um, I think the proudest thing was when my parents came and we told my the principal at my school what happened, what I have, and we went to every single one of my classrooms and told all the kids in my class so if I were to have one, they'd know what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, actually... That's a question that we have from a high school student from Indiana. And it is for Jenny and Carissa. My question, how the heck do you explain to people that you have epilepsy? I just explain it. I say, look, this is who I, this is what I have. And if you're afraid of me, then it's your loss and it's, too bad for you. And how about you? What do you say? Um, don't be afraid to tell people what you think. Uh, a lot of my friends, I've told them, and they don't care. They like me for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they look, they look beyond my health condition, and they don't care about it. Yeah, and listen... You do what Jenny and Carissa say. You explain it to people. This is no big mystery. It is a disability, a neurological disorder, but it's just part of who you are. It's part of your disability, but it's not you. It's not who you are as a person. It is just that you have a seizure. You explain it to the person, and then, as Jenny said, if they still can't get it, if they still give you a hard time, then, you know, why the heck would you want to be around them? Right? Exactly, yep. and it's too bad for them. It's their loss. It is their loss. Remember what we said about friends? A true friend is with you no matter what. Now, when you two talk about this in school, do you talk about it in your classroom, in front of everyone, or what do you do? I talk about it in my classroom. I talk about it with my friends. I talk about it to whoever I may choose. Because I'm not afraid of just being open with my condition. And how about you, Carissa? What do you do? Um, I talk it in both ways. Like, all my teachers know because my parents have told them. And almost all my friends know because I've told them out of class. And sometimes I have them in classes and people don't like me because of that. And I guess... Like you said, that's their loss. Yeah, I would say so. Because let me tell you, you never know what's going to happen in your life. Keep that in mind. So you should never judge anyone for something like that. Now, when you explain it in class, Jenny, do you explain exactly what epilepsy is? Uh, yes. Yeah. 
You mean you explain you have a seizure and this is why and this is what happens? Yeah. Do, do a lot of people ask you questions about it then? Yeah. And I mean, in my class, in one of my classes, I just explained first aid. I just I brought the local affiliate of Long Island to the health classes, and I they showed what to do, and they talked about epilepsy, and the students were really accepting and understanding. See, that is what I believe. The key to success is education. The more you talk about it, look at these two. If you're listening to the show today, again, I have epilepsy, so do they. We're talking about it. We're not ashamed we have epilepsy. It's just part of who we are as far as our disability, but it's not our personality. It's not who we are as a person. So here's what I have to say. Get involved with your local affiliate. You know, the, uh, there's an epilepsy affiliate in your area. And if you don't know how to find that, go to the National Epilepsy's website at uh, the national site at efa.org or epilepsyfoundation.org. Go to the national website and find out what is the name of the affiliate in your area. Even if you go to Google and you put in Epilepsy Foundation, the national site would come up. And remember, March 31st, there's going to be a walk in Washington, D.C. Get involved in that walk on March 31st in D.C. Get involved. Do you have any other message, Jenny and Carissa, that you would like to leave with our listeners today? Let's start with you, Jenny. Um, Well, a message I want to leave with our listeners today is that some disabilities are visible all the time, others just sometimes, and others are never visible. However, we all face challenges. So the key is how we handle them that will surely help others accept us for who we are. And also that fear and ignorance is worse than any condition. So... People just have to remember that epilepsy is something you have, not who you are. You know what I want you to do with that, Jenny? I want you to email me that. Okay. To, uh, I want you to email me that. Sure. So we can put that out. But you know what? Look at this young woman. You can tell she's going to be like, I don't know what. She's going to be like a dynamic young leader that she is right now. Oh, but you, did you. you hear what she just said? Fear and ignorance is the biggest disability. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? When you have a bad attitude about people with disabilities, that's the disability, your attitude. As a matter of fact, your attitude may be, to many people with epilepsy, the biggest disability that there is. How about you, Carissa? What message do you want to leave with our listeners today? I think it's better not keeping it in. I think it's better to tell someone about it because if you were to have one in class, they wouldn't know what to do and they'd they'd think it was like a call the ambulance. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Call the ambulance. Isn't that exactly what they would think to do? By the way, you don't need to call the ambulance unless when a person has a seizure, if they don't stop having the seizure, if 
you know, five minutes has passed, they're still having the seizure, then yes, you need to call the ambulance. Or if they fall to the ground and hit their head and have an accident, then you need to call the ambulance. But if the person sits down with you and says, look, when I have a seizure, this is what's going to happen, and I'll be over it in a couple minutes, then you don't have to call the ambulance. But how many times have my employees with epilepsy, even though they explain this, here comes the ambulance, don't need it if we're, you know, we're already awake, it's all over. Remember, a seizure can last just a minute to two minutes and it's all over. Don't need to call the ambulance. Another great message. Well, I want to thank both of you for being on the show today. Carissa, thank you so much. Here you are in high school speaking up like this. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, and this was Carissa Marie. Thank you, Carissa. Keep doing the great work that you're doing. And then Jenny Solomkin. What can I say, Jenny? You are on a path to be a great leader in this country for people with epilepsy. I've known Jenny for a while, and I was just impressed with her from the first day I met her. And I can see why. Now here she is speaking up. She's following Tony Coelho's advice. She's being a leader. So glad you're on that National Council. And, Jenny, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Thank you for having me, Joyce. All right. It's been my pleasure having both of you. Remember, remember, I'm going to use as that quote for today, epilepsy is not who you are. It's what you have. You've been listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice for Disability, on voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.